Welcome to Everything in the Gym podcast. This is an interview episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Everything in the Gym. I'm your host, Shelby. Now, today, we have somebody that I have never met before. So, it's going to be kind of interesting. Welcoming Pete. How are you? Good. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. Doing what is, well. What is your current state of mind right now? Um, interested. Never been on a podcast before, so it's fairly... Um, I'm interested to see how this is going to go. Trying something new. It's fun. So, how old are you? I am 26. 26 years old. All right. So, what what do you do? You have a lot of things under your belt from what I have done on my research. So, currently what I do is I'm an online coach. Mm -hmm. Or I'm online and in person. But... The in-person thing that I have going on right now is uh, boot camps in the morning, mm-hmm. and then I have uh, about two or three clients in person in the evenings. So, but that's not too frequent. A lot of my clients are online, mm-hmm. um, so that's currently what I'm doing. I don't really know exactly what what particular thing got me inspired to do that, but yeah. I've always been into fitness. I've always been into bodybuilding, so I've always been watching the like watching these pages and I'm like looking at this stuff and I'm like, these guys are, these guys are doing something. These guys are changing lives. These guys are making a living. Like it's, it's real. So, um, I've been fortunate enough to be in the situation that I'm in, uh, post military and, you know, with the VA and things helping me out. I'm fortunate enough to be in a financial situation where I'm able to start a business. So that's currently what I'm doing right now. And also I've also met Juan at West Texas um, Strength and Nutrition Training Center. Oh, yeah. And he uh, he's also guided me and kind of helped me out a little bit with uh, the local community. So that's kind of also how I got tied into more so a San Angelo and also an, a national and international mm-hmm. basis because I even have international followers and coaches that I'm in, in contact with. So There's so many questions I have about that. How, are you San Angelo local? Did you grow up here? No. So no. Um, I was born in New Jersey. South New Jersey, um, and then I was raised in Tampa, Florida. Uh, I lived in Tampa, Florida probably until I was 19, mm-hmm. 19 years old, joined the military and turned 20 years old, like, directly um, as soon as I joined, and then um, I did a couple years with the military, traveled throughout there, and then and then I went to Jordan. I, I guess, we're, well, eventually we'll get into yeah. the whole story, but the reason that I'm here is because my girlfriend is stationed here, Okay. ultimately, is this where I'm stationed. I'm Returning from a deployment, so this is where I settled down, return like post deployment. Yeah. So recently, I have returned. Um, a couple months ago, I returned about two months ago. So I went home to Florida um, a little bit right before the uh, the, the attacks, the you know, yeah. Israel and Hamas. Um, I went to Florida, kind of like visited my family for about three or four weeks, and then my girlfriend returned home, and then um, I flew to San Angelo, and now. Which I, I enjoy it here because it's very quiet and it's like kind of something that I can like, I can just go to the gym and be left alone and like do my online clients and, you know, I, I like doing the in-person stuff. So the more that I get in contact with the San Angelo community, the more interested I am with, with like being involved in the community. Because originally I kind of was like, you know what, I want to like just be on my own and 
do online, but I'm actually kind of start like you guys are kind of like taking me in a little bit. So it's this this community. I can't talk any more highly of this community. Once you like dive in, so many so much support of it's crazy. I could go on and on about it, but so how how do you start your online business? When when did you start that? Okay, so <clears throat> I started online coaching about a month ago, and it has gone way too far than I expected it so far. And I'm only, I mean, currently I'm only at like 430 clients, or not clients, but uh, followers. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm already having more clients than what I know what to do with. So, uh, but luckily, I have met some people that have helped me kind of guide the process of taking care of people and how to like make the ease of coaching a little bit simpler um, in contacting with clients and um, you know making meal plans and workout plans for them so um, you know I use trainer eyes like a lot of other coaches too yeah. so uh, but actually um, like I said I I've been watching these guys for a long time it wasn't originally that I wanted to even do coaching um, I wanted to just be like just do bodybuilding so I was just going to continue to pick up military contracts and just go overseas and just work for the military, but bodybuild at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of my plan. But it was like, as time went on, I was just like, you know, and time went on, things go, things happen. And it's just like, when you're overseas for a certain amount of time, I, I was overseas for 14 months of the last 18. So, you know, and then, you know, you miss kids get born and, you know, like I, don't, I haven't even met my nephew yet, so yeah. which I will be soon, luckily, like during the holidays. But, um, you know, newborn nephew, I haven't even met him. So it's like when you're overseas, like things just kind of get mentally, you know, um, aggressive. They, they start to take up a lot of your time and stuff. So it's like, you know what? Like when you see these like people at home watching football and, in, you know, in America watching football and, you know, you see you know, people at the park on Facebook and stuff. It's like, you know, I walk outside of my, you know, dungeon of, you know, of cement building that I'm in. And it's just like, I, I look out a desert and it's like, eventually it's, it's tiring. Yeah. So, you know, you want to come home and I, that's not where I thought I was. I actually, when I signed up for it, I thought I was like, you know what, I, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Like I kind of thought I was never going to come home. Like my plan was to like just bounce around through country to country yeah. And just continue to do deployments back to back. But I don't know. I'm really enjoying the the uh, privacy. I'm really enjoying the, the freedom. There's yeah. a lot of freedom compared to the military life. That's very. All right. So are you, are you still military or did you pull out or where are you military? So I did now? pull out. So I got out of the military officially. I got out of the Navy in February, um, at the end of February. <clears throat> Before I got out of the Navy, um, my sister-in-law hit me up and she told me that there was a, um, that there was a job fair for veterans or upcoming veterans. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. I got to go there. So I went to the job fair. It was about an hour away. I met this girl named Dana there that works for this, uh, this, um, contracting company. So everybody in the military knows that like when you get out of the military, if you can get a contracting gig, like you'll get all the same benefits, 30 to $50,000 more. Mm -hmm. And the freedom of being out of the military. Yeah. So that was kind of the plan. Um, so I met Dana and I was fortunate enough to have been sent to uh, schoolings and um, 
and had the experience and the deployments that I had while I was in to qualify for this job. And I walked up to her and I was told her, I, I said I was only here for military contracts. I straight up told her, I was like, I'm only here for military contracts. Don't, I don't want like a job over here or over there. Like, I just like send me overseas. And she was like, well, we have this one job in Jordan that nobody wants. And, you know, and I was like, well, why does nobody want it? And it's like, well, because the, all the people that are qualified for it are, you know, have kids, wives, stuff like that, mm-hmm. or husbands. And um, I'm like, that's exactly what I want. At the time, I was 25. So this was my first contract. Um, I had recently de- returned from a deployment, got out of the military, and then I was home for about six weeks, and then I went back overseas. So three weeks before I got out, that was when I went to the job fair, and then I got out. And then three weeks after I got out, I was like, I got out and then I went to like Philadelphia to see my family, Tampa to see my, see my other family. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and I went to Washington DC to get my passport and then I took off. So. And where did they send you? They took me to, um, well, the exact location, we you can't, can't talk say. about that, but the, um, where I flew into was Amman, Jordan, mm-hmm. which is the, the capital city of, of Jordan, Queen Ilya International Airport. Mm-hmm. Very beautiful. Um, gorgeous city. Um, I met my current girlfriend in Jordan, um, on, on our camp, on our location. Um, and, uh, yeah, Jordan is beautiful. Amazing. I have nothing but amazing things to talk about it. Um, I'm friends with a lot of people over there still. And, uh, I flew into Amman, Jordan. Yeah. Amman, Jordan's really, really beautiful. And the culture there is completely different. I remember when I first got there, um, it was Ramadan. So it was like an American being there. During Ramadan, it was completely an experience that you'll never, you'll never, you'll never just understand it because it's just like, you'll never understand it until you see it there. Cause it's just like, they don't drink throughout the day or eat throughout the day. They can't even, you know, be physical with a, a partner throughout yeah. the day unless you're married. So it's like, I have to abide by those rules too, because the police there, the law enforcement also enforce those rules. So wow. some of the ways that they counter that is they'll like put their restaurants they'll put um like tinting on their windows mm-hmm. because people that are practicing um practicing ramadan they will not um you know it's considered like disrespectful to to do that but jordan is not exclusively exclusively muslim exclusively mm-hmm. islamic um like they have christians there they have freedom of religion there so yeah but the majority of the country does practice islam so they they respect it for the most part yeah so have you seen a lot of the world? Yeah, I've been yeah. to I I've been to a lot of countries. Yeah, you mentioned Dubai earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived in Dubai for eight months, seven months. I lived in there for seven months and uh, stayed in a really nice hotel. But like we, it was it was kind of it's a it's a really like unique situation. Um, again, like I said, I'm very fortunate. I'm very blessed to have fallen into the scenario that I was in. I even got there because. I was injured in the first place. So I had an injury from a previous deployment and I had to get a surgery. And then I went on a six month, like limited duty status. So I just basically went like push papers for like six months. Mm -hmm. And then after you're pushing papers for six months and you like have this like itch to, to keep going back. I'm like, you know, I'm like talking to my sponsors that are like helping me, um, that are going to give me an opportunity to go somewhere else. And I was like, well, you know, my shoulder feels good. I want to get back out there. And it's like, well, you have to get permission from the doctor before that happens. So I what went was, right to the doctors. I had a right bicep, uh, bicep 
tear from my 2019 deployment, my original deployment. What did you do? Um, I don't really know exactly what it was. There was a couple things that happened. One, I was working out a lot on that deployment. That was, eventually, that's, I, we'll get into that, but yeah. like that is probably where I started for the most part. Like That's where I could like pretty much say a little bit before before that it, I started I started before that but definitely in my 2019 deployment was when I met a right group of people I met a couple of marines that I was just like um, and they were like really into the education of fitness so at certain points it was like okay I knew I had to eat and I knew I had to train but there was no like mission or goal to accomplish anything it was just like I'm young and I'm in the military so I'm going to work out yeah. So that was kind of where it was, where I was like 19, 20 when I first joined. It was kind of like, I'm just, I'm young and I'm in the military, so I'm going to work out. Like, I need to stay fit. So that was kind of where it was. But then when I had my first deployment um, with the Marine Corps, Navy and Marine Corps, but when I was friends working with, uh, working out with the Marines, it was like they were teaching me a lot. So that's kind of where goals started coming into play. That's yeah. where it was like building muscle tissue and losing, um, losing fat mass. So it's just like, that's kind of where the goals started hitting. Yeah. So, when, if you go look at your Instagram page, you have a crazy transformation. Mm -hmm. So, what are those, what are, when, how far apart are those pictures? Like, your first picture. And how much, how much weight did you lose? Because it looks like you lost a lot. Um, so that injury put me out. Yeah. So, when I got injured, I... I don't remember the whole exact perfect timeline, but <clears throat> I got injured right around COVID time. And you know how, like, when COVID happened, like, everybody was, like, alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. Yeah. And so I remember going, because in the Navy, in the military, it was, like, we had to, because the military is so, like, publicized and politicized, so it was, like, we had to work one out of four days because, you know, it's, like, whatever, like, if the military gets the shot, then it's, like, you know, everything's political with the military. Yeah. So it's like kind of like either we're working or not working, whatever. So um, I, re I remember like coming home from my one day of work and stopping at the liquor store and buying like three bottles of like big old handles of alcohol and just like pounding that throughout the next couple of days until I had to go back to work. Yeah. And so as that time happened, and then of course like all those restaurants in California, they were all shut down. But at a certain time, California like let them do takeout. So, and the, the, the grocery stores were also like very hard limited to get into at certain points too. So it was like, well, um, you know, I'm just going to buy a burrito, California burrito at the local store. Mm -hmm. And I was also staying at the time I was in a relationship and I was staying at her, um, her grandmother's house and, you know, she was Mexican. So I was eating, you know, a bunch of, a lot of food there yeah. too. So it was just like the food and alcohol and everything. It was just like building all up. So as that six month had six months had gone on, I had eventually gained so much weight. And I got up to like 315, 313, I'm pretty sure. I got up to 313. Right now, I'm currently at around 250. But when I got down to my lowest, I think I got somewhere around 220. Mm -hmm. So, but my transition was kind of weird because when I started losing weight, it went from I want to lose fat and I want to like, I just want to lose fat. I want to do this crash diet and lose all this weight to eventually like some point I like met the right people and they were like, this is kind of the diet you need to follow. And this is kind of how real weightlifters like eat and pursue. And at the time I had lost enough weight that I was like, you know what? I don't really need to, um, 
like, I don't need to do these crash diets anymore and like torture myself. I mean, I need to be eating to supplement my muscle tissue. Yeah. So then, uh, so I don't really have an exact like bottom yeah. number weight that I got to. Um, I know that I got to somewhere around 220 and then I just started building from there again. So yeah. now, now I'm eventually back up to 250. Um, but I don't know if all my 250 is really muscle tissue or anything. I yeah. think it's a lot of water and stuff. So yeah. I'm sure at some point, I know that, um, I know that at some point if I was to do a water cut, I probably, I'm somewhere around probably like 235 or something right now. So, yeah. but you know, I, I'm, I'm happy. That's all that matters. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. So I'm glad you said that being at your heaviest, what was your mental health like? It was, um, it was a disaster. Yeah, it was a disaster. Um. Yeah, I was like, I was the relationship I was in was in a bad was a bad relationship. Yeah. And um, both of us were like substance to kind of um, like forget each other. Yeah. But like continue to like move on in the relationship. Yeah. Um, and so I was just like drowning myself in alcohol, and um, and I just yeah I just it wasn't I was I just wasn't happy at all with myself. Yeah. I don't think that it was. That time of my life, I had, I had learned a lot from, like, when you look back at things, it's so much, it's so crazy how, like, when you look at things and you're, like, in a certain environment and you're, like, you're in a certain environment, you don't even think about what's going on at the moment, but then, um, like, looking back at it, you're, like, I can't even believe how much I put myself through or can't even believe what I did to my body or I can't even believe, like, how I treated myself or how I ate yeah. because now, like, when I eat certain things or, you know, now I can't even, like, stomach certain foods. You know, and it's just, and it, and like, I'll go home to see my family in, in Florida mm-hmm. and they'll be like, well, we, let's just go out to eat. Da, da, da. And it's like, when I go out to eat, I'm still ordering something that's health conscious. And it has nothing to do with the fact that like, I'm some like, you know, nut job, fitness nut job. It just is to- totally the fact that like, I've been there and I don't want to be there. And you know your body now. Yeah. So, you know, I'm much more pleased with, um, with my life and my mental fitness, my mental health now than what I was back then. So Yeah. Do you think that helps you train your clients? Like um, seeing that mental growth? Yeah, so that? some of the things I tell my clients is uh <laughs> some of the things I tell my clients is listen to me, throw on a hoodie and turn your mirrors around. Just just listen to what I gotta say. Like because yeah. I was there and I did the same thing. The girl the the my my girlfriend that I'm with right now, she um she uh I remember like when I first met her and she had first came over to my, my dorms in Jordan yeah. and my mirrors were turned around. And she was like, why are your mirrors turned around? It's, and I was like, because every time I look at my mirrors, I'm not happy. Yeah. But I know that what I'm doing is working because like, I know that like, if I don't look, if I look now, like I won't be happy. But if I don't look for the whole week and then I turn around at the end of the week, I'll see more cuts. I'll see more yeah. abs. I'll see more something. And I'll be like, okay, we're working. Like it's working. So interesting. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say to turn their mirrors around. Yeah, that's like, that's like, that's, I, well, I don't tell all my clients that. Like, a lot of, like, some of my clients are just like, you know, I, like, I know you know what you're doing, so I'm just going to listen. Yeah. And, and a lot of, some clients just don't have that. I, I'm amazed, right? Because, like, I have never known, and all the people that were overweight around me have never known, I've never known anybody to, like, not be, like, um, insecure of their body that to the point yeah. where they like don't really care but some people I have they're just like they don't really mind it but some clients I have are just like so like <clears throat> mentally like into this that I'm just like you need to pull back for a second 
like we need to step back and we need to like like reevaluate this because like you're self-sabotaging your own diets right now or yeah. your own fitness right now. So I have a question for you. Um, it goes well with what we're talking about. How do you handle someone giving you excuses you know that they don't ha- that doesn't correlate to their goals? How do you handle that? Um, well, um, it's funny, like my mom, for example, right? So she gave me some some excuses the other day, and it's almost like she could hear me smiling on the other end of the phone. And she said something. I don't know if she like heard me like cracking, cracking or something like. Yeah. But like she could hear me smiling, and she was like, "I know, I know their excuses." Like she was like, "You know, I'll start, I'll start this weekend. Like I have to go get groceries, whatever." So um, now that I've learned more and I understand how to be a coach, because like it's like I, I knew fitness, but before I knew fitness, um, or I, I know fitness, but like eventually I went like coaching, you know, under like getting. Um, getting our certifications and stuff that we like a lot of us have. So when I went to, through the coaching, I kind of like understood some certain things. And, you know, a lot of the times I talk to clients, it's like, you came to me because you didn't have it. Like you, you couldn't get the result you wanted to, or you weren't getting the result you wanted to. So it's like, it's like, I'm putting results out there for other clients and, and I can show you data that what I'm telling you is working. So yeah. it's like, at the same time, I think that now, now I'm at the point where a lot of my clients aren't really, aren't really giving me too many excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I kind of have a pretty interesting, um, like application, not ap- application process, but kind of like an interesting, like setup process to the point where like clients don't come to me. I, I don't take clients that aren't gonna, that aren't gonna do anything. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think that that makes a bad name for myself. And on top of that, some clients, you know, they just don't want to do it. So um, a lot of the clients currently are not, not really giving me a lot of excuses, but sometimes I'll just tell them, it's like, Hey, you know, you have done this every week. You have given yourself that excuse every single week and you're at that same point now. So it's like, you can start now. It's not the end of the world or you have to get like, Oh, I had somebody tell me that they wanted to go to a football game. It was a Tuesday right now. It's a Tuesday and he wants to go to a football game on a Saturday. And I'm like, well, you can still start today. Like you don't have to trash yourself all the way up until Saturday and then start on Sunday. Yeah. So it's like, you know, we can still enjoy ourselves on the weekends, you know, or I'll hear that too. I'll get like, oh, can I have a, can I have a tortilla or can I have a, a cheeseburger? It's like, yes, it's Saturday yeah. or like it's the weekend. Like it's okay. Yeah. You know, you don't want to live your life in misery. So yeah. Oh, the fad diets. Mm. <laughs> uh, so how did you, when did you get certified and what did you start with? So. I got certified when I was in Jordan. So I never, like I said, I never anticipated on being a trainer. So I was with a company, um, I was with a company who provided tuition assistance and um, I had college already through the military. So um, I was just like, I kind of like mentally had set out. I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna, I also had people that kind of like told me I just couldn't do it. So I'm like, I'm gonna bodybuild and I'm going to get lean like, I've kind of always like grown up on the bigger side. So I'm like, I'm just going to get really lean and I'm going to step on stage and I'm going to like prove everybody wrong. Now, now I'm at the point where it's not even really, I'm not even really concerned about that. Now I'm just kind of moving forward. Mm-hmm. But, um, as time went on, I was like, you know what I want to, um, I want to just get my coaching stuff because I kind of want to just get educated. I want to be yeah. properly educated into it now. So the company that I was with paid for it with tuition assistance, that was, maybe sometimes back in July. 
So I did my stuff in July and then um, I started with like bodybuilding specialist. Mm -hmm. That was literally what I started with. I thought, I didn't know at the time, like they gave me like six, uh, like six curriculums that I had to go through. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, started with bodybuilding specialist because I went in alphabetical order. So I was like yeah. bodybuilding specialist and then certified personal trainer. So I just started on bodybuilding specialist. So I was actually a specialist in bodybuilding before I was even a CPT. That's crazy. So, and then eventually I, I had those certs and I couldn't tell you how awesome it made me feel when I got those certifications. I had accomplished so many things in my life and to be like heavy and to lose the weight and accomplish that and then understand like fix my relationship with food and understand what real health was. And then getting those certifications like felt like such a victory to me. Yeah. It felt so awesome. I couldn't really, I can't really explain to you the feeling, but then as that time had gone on, I remember that, you know, I was kind of starting to get like homesick or, you know, I was just kind of starting to get like real tired. I was working 60 hours a week in Jordan and six days a week. Um, 10 hours a day living in the desert and I'm not really leaving my camp much. I can leave whenever I want to, but I just, I'm not really leaving it much because where I'm at was so, so isolated, so far out that like it took me two hours to get to any major city. So as that time had gone on, like I had like friends in Jordan and people were like asking me for advice and people knew that I had gotten my certifications. And I mean, before I even got my certifications, I was already huge into fitness. So everybody knew I was into fitness, but People were like asking me for advice and talking to me. And then eventually my girlfriend and another friend that I had, they were both like, you need to go and do this. And I'm like, yeah. I don't want to, like, I, I want to deploy. I just want to keep going out. Like I just did this cause I wanted for fun, you know? Yeah. But you know, eventually I ended up like, I was like, you know what? This might actually be something that I'm interested in. And now, um, now I'm like, I'm infatuated with it. It's your life. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's awesome. Yeah. So, how many certifications do you have now? Um, I have a total, I think, of six. I have um, certified personal trainer, nutritionist, bodybuilding oh. specialist, strength and conditioning, tactical conditioning specialist, corrective exercise specialist. Six total. So, <coughs> on your Instagram, you have body recomposition specialist. Mm -hmm. What is that? Well, that is my like key coined term it's not necessarily something that's nobody ever has used before yeah it's just that something when i'm looking around i'm looking at other trainers i'm like well you know i'm looking at other trainers and i'm like all these trainers have their have their thing and one of the things that i have always like trump like been struggling with was my weight back in the day until i realized it wasn't really a struggle with my weight it was a struggle with with my mental health and finding my relationship with mm -hmm. food so I have now taken on the mission of recomp, recomping bodies. So at this point, I think that what I want my niche to be is to just completely change the composition of somebody's body because, and here's why, right? Because when I started at 313, I told you, I don't really know my bottom weight, yeah. right? I don't even really know my current weight now. So it's not really about like, I didn't lose like, oh, I didn't lose 60 pounds or 70 pounds or 80. Like, I don't know exactly how many pounds I lost. I just recomped my body yeah. completely recomposition. So that's kind of where, like, that's what, that's what my, that's kind of like my thing. When I talk to clients, it's like, we're not here to step on a scale. Like you ate a pound of food yesterday. You're going to have, or you ate whatever you ate yesterday. 
Like, don't step on the scale and expect a pound of weight loss every single day. That's not healthy. So we're not going to do that. So it's not really about losing weight. We're not going to, we're not going to like look at this and try to find, you know, like, yes, we want to start at a certain weight and be like, okay, cool. Um, you know, we lost 30 pounds of fat, but what I really want to see is, okay, cool. We did your body scan. And then three months later you lost, you know, 10, 10 pounds of fat, but you also put on X amount of muscle and your body looks completely different. So that's kind of what the whole thing behind that's body recomposition specialist is like my mission. Yeah. That's like what I'm like. That's what, that's the niche that I want to follow through with. That's what I want to attack. So don't step on the scale, turn your mirrors around. (laughs) (laughs) What else am I going to get from you? (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's kind of how it is. It really is. It's like, I I feel like my fitness journey was, was more so a battle of mental health. It was more so a battle of like confidence and like security. And so, you know, I know what it's like to be, um, you know, in a situation where you're just unhappy. And I think a lot of people, a lot more people than they realize, a lot more people want muscle than they realize. A lot more people want active muscle tissue, stuff that's going to work for them, mm-hmm. stuff that's going to um, have functionality, stuff that's going to like, they can lift up the couch or they can bend over without hurting their back and pick up their dog or their child. Like people, people want strength. Yeah, they do. They really do. Like mothers want strength. Like Young women want strength, or obviously young boys want strength. I say mothers and young women because yeah. that's like the biggest thing that um, that's like one of my biggest battles right now is like convincing women that they really do want strength. And yeah. when I say that, I don't necessarily mean you gotta you know look like that and you know you gotta step on stage. I'm not saying any of that. Like it's just you. you yeah. We all have strength, you know. It's just yeah. so people don't realize how how much. Well, they they do realize it. I think that they do realize it. They just don't want to commit to it, or they don't want to. Um, they don't necessarily want to take the process to get there. Losing weight is a very long, losing fat is a very long and tumultuous process. Yes. It's not fun. So, well, it is fun if you enjoy it, but yeah. um, now I'm at the point where I enjoy it. I, I actually literally enjoy eating my meals and like going to the gym. And, yeah. Like it's, I've completely devoted my life to it. So that's where re- body recomposition specialist comes from. I have, re- I have completely recomped my own body. Yeah. And so I, like that is kind of the title that I'm like pursuing forward with. I'm not really considering myself just a fitness coach. Um, you know, I want to like, I want to recomp people. It's not, you know, I'm not going to be advertising like, Hey, so-and-so lost 40 pounds because like how many people do you know really lost 40 pounds of fat? You know how long, like how hard 40 pounds of fat is to lose? Yeah. Like that's a lot. Okay. That takes, that's going to take over a year. Yeah. I, I, w- I would do the math. Like we could do the math, but that would take a long time. Yeah. So like when you see these results, like these before and after, it's like, oh, so-and-so lost 40 pounds. It's like, did you lose 40 pounds of fat? Or like, what did we lose in that 40 pounds? So that's not, that's not in any way. That's not to like talk bad about anything. I, I don't mean it, anything yeah. like that. I'm just saying like, I want to reprogram the, the thought process and losing weight and, and changing your body because it's not just about like losing weight. It's not about the number on the scale flip your, I, I flipped my scale over. Yeah. Don't step on a scale. Yeah. I, I used to flip my scale over and tuck it under my bed yes. and wear my hoodies on. Like I would wear my hoodie to the shower or wear my, like a towel, like over my body to the shower because I wanted to stop myself from looking at myself in the mirror. I used to go like make it a point to be like, I'm not gonna look at myself this entire week because I know at the end of this week, like, cause the mental process had gotten so tough for me. It was like, I know at the end of this week, I'm going to be so happy. So that was, that's where the recomposition thing comes from. I want to start 
like I want people to understand that it's not just about stepping on the scale and losing 40 pounds. Because when you lost 40 pounds, you step on the scale and you lost 40 pounds, you didn't just lose 40 pounds of fat. Mm -hmm. So I want to recomp. So somebody going into, as this is your niche, how somebody comes to you and they are the heaviest they've ever been. Their mental health is like crap. What is the first thing you say to them? Like, how do you, what, what's your best advice for them at the lowest point in their life? Well, I wouldn't go right up to somebody and be like, turn your, but you know. say they're, say they're coming to you. Mm -hmm. They want your help, but they don't know how to start. What is your, what is your best piece of advice? For well, I, first thing I would do is reflect on my own self, right? Because if I had some, if I was in that position and I have been in that position and I was seeking advice from somebody that was on the other end of this, you know, I would kind of feel like, you know, you were born with that. You know, I've had people say that to me before, like you were born with this. Do you guys? I have, I've had two situations this week. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say it. I teach group fit. And I've had people come up to me and they're like, well, people are intimidated to take your class because you look like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you don't know what I've done to look like this. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So you say that, what's the first thing I would say to them? Like, yeah, I don't necessarily know what I would say to them. I think I would just kind of say like, you know, I've been there before and I, you know, I understand the process. I understand the struggle. And I think what the important part is, is first of all, before they even came to you, um, you know, let's say at now at this point, if somebody was to come to me, they would probably have already seen what I have done for mm -hmm. clients previously. So, um, you know, there's faith in that the process works. So, um, assuming that they would be coming to me with a little bit of faith, knowing that this guy knows what he's doing, you know, I would pursue forward saying like, look, I've been there and I understand that mental struggle and we need to really understand how food is going to change your life because I tell all of my clients to eat. Yes. They are like, you know, it's like even my father, I was in Florida and I was on a cut. I had just finished my cut recently and I was eating seven meals a day and I eat seven meals because I like to eat. I, yeah. I love to just eat food. So, um, I was eating like seven meals a day and my dad was saying, um, you know, Peter, it's so hard to believe that you're losing weight by eating all this food. But he's like, but it makes sense because you're working out the way you are. And at the time I was like waking up doing fasted cardio and um, I was doing like an hour and a half of training or maybe an hour or 15 of training or whatever it was. And of course, when I was going there, I was training hard and I was yeah. really like leaving the gym, like with everything left in the gym, you know? So um, that's like one of the things that like with my clients, it's like, we, first of all, we need to understand food. We need to understand what food does. We need to understand that fat, like Fat, the actual macronutrients of fat does not mean fat, mm -hmm. right? And we have to understand that, like, carbs are not going to make you fat either, okay? And so we can use macronutrients to manipulate a diet in order to, like, lose weight. Mm -hmm. so, um, so that's kind of where I would go is I would kind of start with nutrition education. And that's also one of the things that I push when I'm – when I'm speaking, when I'm doing a consultation with a client, I'll tell them like, Hey, like nutrition consultation is like, or nutrition education is, is really important, you know, because if it wasn't for me being educated on the food, if it wasn't for somebody educating me on the food, then I would have never, I mean, obviously we all get our education from certain places. I learned from a trainer, a couple trainers actually, 
Um, and I learned it from, you know, watching a bunch of stuff on YouTube, of course. And that was where I originally started um, learning a lot. And I'm telling you, like, like I would only do that. Like, I wouldn't go out. I would just, I would come home from work and I would, obviously I would go to the gym or like before I would go to the gym, I'd throw something on YouTube, watch it. And I would go to the gym, come home, watch it on YouTube. I was on YouTube 24 seven. So I believe in YouTube university. I really do. Um, that's where I got, that's where I went first before I went to CPT, before I got all of my certifications. In fact, when I went to my certifications, I kind of like blew right through it because I like had learned everything from YouTube because it's just like, I also have this other, this other, um, kind of like thing that I had thought about before, but like our knowledge only go, our, our knowledge only goes as far as to when we stop asking why. So like you need X amount of protein. We need X amount of protein, right? Why do we need X amount of protein? Okay. So we have that much protein and then what is that protein going to do to us? So basically what I'm saying is like, if you look into somebody and you figured out somebody that has a, you know, they, they have like done an experiment and they've gotten a result. The reason that they got that result is because they kept asking why they kept going and going and going and going and going to figure out a solution. Why is something the way it is? Mm -hmm. And so what, what caused that thing to happen the way it does or you know, why does a diet work? What is the importance of carbs? Or why is this rice better than that rice? Or why is, um, why do I have certain rice before and after the gym and then not as much rice at the end of the night? Or, you know, why do they call it fat when it's not really the same? Like, I don't really know the exact uh, scientific terms, but fat and the macronutrients of fat are not the same yeah. scientific terms. So, um, so there's a lot of like whys, whys in fitness. And so if you just continue to ask why you'll get to the bottom result as to like, as to what you need to know, um, to build a diet. So yeah, so that's, that's kind of where I'm, that's kind of, that's kind of what I would do. I know I ramble on, but that's kind of where I would go. If I was to, if I, if a client was to come up to me and say this, like, Hey, I need the recomposition specialist. Like yeah. I need you. <laughs> like I would say like, Hey. Like, let's, let's start with some education. Like, obviously, like, let's get you on a program and I'm going to put you on what we're doing, but I'm going to tell you why we're doing everything yeah. that we're doing. I want you to know why we're muscle training. I want you to know why, um, I want you to know why we are, um, eating the way we are. And now obviously I'm, obviously I'm bodybuilding. Obviously I'm stepping on stage. Obviously I'm competing and like all my clients, like I want like all my clients to know, like you don't have to compete, but I didn't get to this Point. I wasn't at this point my entire life. So, you know, I have used fitness to recomp my, my body completely. So, um, that's kind of where I would go. So it doesn't necessarily, you know, I, I would use training. Like I, I would say that like training really, really hard <clears throat> and then being on a slight calorie deficit is your ultimate goal to get that tone recomposition body that you want to. So that's kind of where I would, that's my baseline for like how I, that's my baseline for kind of how I, I start things with clients. It's like, I want them to know that like you need to work your muscles and get the, get that muscle working. So that way we can feed it with nutrition and use that, use that nutrition yeah. to supplement your muscle tissue instead of feeding into your fat tissue. And then in the meantime, we're actually going to use your muscles to burn more calories for you, like yeah. way more calories. Like people are just like, I'm going to do these crash diets and I'm just never going to, um, I'm just never going to eat. And it's like, well, you're basically just relying on your BMR at that point. You're just basically relying on your BMR to burn these calories. And if you were to just actually add a little bit more calories, like add some more carbs for the gym. So that way, when you go to the gym, you have a good workout and you're burning calories to the workout. Mm -hmm. And it's like your muscles are working throughout the day. And the more muscle tissue you have, 
the more calories you're burning too. So <clears throat> that's why that's what that's that's kind of where I would go if if a client was to come up to me and talk to me about that. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Solid advice. So let's get into you. Are you you're going into bodybuilding? Mm -hmm. Are you, have you done a show before? Mm -mm. So when was your first time? So I, the reason I haven't done a show is because I have met some people that have talked some sense into me. And what I originally was going to do was um, I was supposed to compete this December. Mm -hmm. And um, I was on a cut for a, a while um, to, to prep up for this show. And it wasn't necessarily a – yeah, I mean, it was it was a time – was, I was cutting to kind of prep for this show. It was kind of like the pre-cut to the cut. Like I was kind of like in maintenance calories and I was slowly cutting back. And then at some point I was going to kind of start with the cardio and getting into it every single day and making sure, obviously my fitness and my nutrition were like, they were still at a hundred. I was still doing everything properly, but, um, like kind of that mental mindset where you're like, okay, you're going to prep for a competition. You're going to go into a real cut. I wasn't, um, I was about to like kind of start that and get ready for that. And then I had met somebody, um, who said something to me and was like, um, <clears throat> if you like, like if you want to accomplish something in in this field, like you need size, you need to put on more muscle tissue. And, um, kind of at the time when I was thinking about that, I was like, you know, um, you know, I have pictures of myself, like really, really lean, like 10 pounds away from stage weight. And I'm saying 10 pounds, like water and fat, like not really that far, like maybe like two, 3%. Mm -hmm. Like I'm at seven, I'm at 7% in some of my photos and I need to get to five to get on stage. So, I'm not really that far. And um, somebody said something to me and they were like, you just, somebody was just like real. Somebody was just real with me. And they were just like, you don't have enough muscle tissue to, to compete. So I was like, and, and it's, and it's true. Like I did have, obviously I had enough to compete, but I didn't have enough to win. How did you take that mentally? Like what was your thought process? Well, tell I, you that? I'm different now. It's completely different yeah. now. So that didn't bother me at all. Which yeah. When I heard it, it was from somebody that I had trusted. Something I was like, like, that's another thing too. Is like when you hear information from people that, like, that you know, know, it's just like you're right. Like that's you're yeah. absolutely right. Like, what am I? You know, I don't want to just kind of step on stage and just like accomplish this. I don't want to just. When I originally started this, I remember I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but I had somebody tell me once, like, you'll never be that lean. And so originally the idea was, I want to be a bodybuilder so I can step on stage that lean, and then like you know, post my pictures and be like, you know, you know, I was right. Like I did it, yeah. you know, and that was kind of originally where it started. And that was kind of where I was going, um, was like, I'm just going to keep going until I get so lean that I can step on a bodybuilding stage. And then, um, and then somewhere, I, I don't know, I really cannot tell you, yeah. I don't know where along in the process, something just had completely flipped. My relationship with food had flipped. My relationship with fitness had flipped. I was no longer like insecure or unconfident in my body. I really cannot tell you. I just, I think it was the understanding and the confidence and the education that I've received and the advice that I received. I think it's just a certain point. I was just like, I know what I'm doing here and, um, and I look good, you know, I'm, I'm happy. So, um, I'm not, I don't want to be in a hurry because now I'm not really like, like I am lean, you know? So yeah. now I'm not like, you know, now it's not like, Hey, like, um, now I, I'm not really in that like dire position to like prove somebody wrong that I need to get so lean that it's like, Oh, Hey, look at me. Like, look at how I proved you wrong. Now I'm at the point where it's like, I'm not even concerned about like, I'm not even concerned about whoever that was that said that to me. I'm just kind of at this point. I'm just like, I just, 
I'm totally engulfed in the fact that I just want to do it for myself. Yeah. So now I I was supposed to compete this December, and now I'm planning on doing it at the end of summer. Okay. So now I'm currently in a bulk. I'm currently eating a lot of food. I'm eating near near 5,000 calories a day. So um, currently doing that, and I'm eating I'm eating a lot of food, and I'm training so hard every single day. Like I have like my girlfriend. I'm, I'll like it'll be like a Thursday. So we will have gone to the gym Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then after Thursday, I'm like telling her, I'm like, I am going to earn this rest day. Like I like so when Sunday comes and I'm sitting on my couch, like it's gonna feel so good because by Thursday, all of my back, chest, and legs are done. So now I just have like um, biceps, triceps, and uh, shoulders. So it's like, yeah, obviously those are important days. But I'm just saying, like the big muscle groups are like torched and they're done. Yeah. So like I'm like walking in my house, I'm like, I have earned this rest day. Like, I am ready to go. So, anyways, my next competition, my first competition is supposed to be in the middle of next year or towards the end of summer. That's kind of where I'm going at now. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. So, getting into right now, how many days a week do you work out? Right now, I work out six days a week. Um, I find that to be necessary at the moment because I'm eating a lot of food and I have not experienced, I know that people have different ways. Some people train five days a week, some train four, some very credible people do that. And some very credible people train six, some credible people train eight days and then they want to take a break, you know? So some people have different ways to do it. I don't think like, I understand there's a, there's a science to fitness, but at the same time, everything has to be exactly perfect. Everybody's body is different. So um, right now I'm eating, uh, right now I'm working out six days a week. How long are your workouts? Uh, I would say I usually, I get there around 10, 10 30 and I usually get out by like 12, a little bit, half, half that, a little bit of that time is caught up like at the end, like, you know, talking to people talking. or whatever. Yes. So I try to, I try to, I really, really, I promise. I really try to like stay off my phone. My girlfriend will say something about this when she hears that. I try to stay off my phone as much as I can. Um, I try to um, not really talk as much when I'm in the gym. I try to like really just focus on training and just getting it done as, as quick as I can. Obviously, um, I do have to like take a moment aside to record. Um, so I try to like record like one set, or I'll try to record like um, one like two sets, but like two sets of two different workouts, like one set of two different workouts. Mm-hmm. So that way, I have something to like put on Instagram with like some information on there. So that way, you know, my followers are happy. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, six days a week is what I'm doing right now. And again, eating a lot of food. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I don't feel like I'm I'm being beaten. My 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 body feels very. I feel like I'm I'm going. I'm having good recovery. So um, you know you, that's what I'm doing right now. Do you stretch and all the mobility? I do, I do. But check this out. I need somebody. Um, <laughs> I need somebody to push me. I'm actually pretty educated in stretching. Yeah. Um, I have my corrective uh, my corrective stretching. Um, so I, I am a corrective, uh, stretching specialist or corrective exercise specialist. Um, but, um, I do need to, I do need to, I do need to do, uh, some stretching first, but what I'll always do, I always do like dynamic, uh, warups before mm-hmm. I always do some dynamic stretching. So like, you know, high knees or like, um, and obviously I do more than that, but for example, it's like high knees or like leg kicks, like the things that I'm moving dynamic. Right. Yeah. And then at the end of the workout is when I'll do my static. And then I also do this, um, do this other tactic, a bodybuilding tactic, uh, like extreme stretching. So extreme stretching is like where you like, 
you know, if you're doing a back day and then you grab onto a pull-up bar and then just hang from the pull-up bar. So it's just, mm-hmm. you're stretching your latch, you're stretching all your back muscles. So I'll Ooh. do that too. That is in my... Or, yeah. or like if I do like a leg day or something like that and I'm like doing, you know, I'm, if I'm doing legs, like I'll get on the leg extension and then I'll put my legs on it so that way it's weighted and then I'll have them bring like all the way back, like all the way up to me. So that way it's really stretching out my quads. You ever sit there like at the end of... Like you're doing like a leg, like a leg workout and you're pushing it really, really fast. And then at the end of it, you're like, oh, this is torture. I can't wait to get out of this machine. But if you sit there and wait on that machine for another, like another like five seconds, you'll like feel that, that burn and that stretch. And yeah, it's a really, I, it's a good feeling to be. I don't, that's, that's how I do it. I'm yeah. going to have to try that. That's how I do it. I'm serious. Like do something to like exhaustion, yeah. do a workout to exhaustion, like do leg curls to exhaustion and then. At the end of your leg curls, when you let it settle down, like go nice and slow at the end, and then before you tap it at the end, before you like rest it, hold it and just let that weight, that 200 or that 100 pounds, whatever it is, like let that weight really pull on your quads and you'll feel all that stretch in there. Yeah, my workout partner is sitting right here saying, damn it. (laughs) 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 Because she knows I'm probably going to use that. Uh, so what has, what is something you have learned about yourself since starting your fitness journey recently? Um, I learned that I, all the people that I'm close with are going to laugh when they hear me say this, um, cause I talk about it all the time, but I learned, um, I learned that I never show myself enough respect and I learned that I let a lot of, um, I let a lot of people, you know, walk, walk on me and, um, you know, I think just fitness has, fitness has really like changed the entire demeanor of how I completely execute anything moving forward. Like you would think that like, you would think that like, you know, the military or whatever, like gets you to a certain point and that's it. Yeah, it does. Like, it's cool. But like, you know, when you like come home from the military, like you're a hero to all your friends or whatever. They're all like, Oh, you know, this is my buddy. He just got home from Jordan or, you know, whatever I was at or whatever country I was in or whatever. But then when you go back to like California where you're stationed at or like Virginia with all your military friends, like you're not the hotshot, you know, that you are in San Angelo or well, you guys are military town here, but like Tampa, Florida, like when I'm going, you know, you're not that hotshot anymore. So, um, so I, you know, I, I, th- I feel like I've definitely had some struggles with some like self-respect and I feel like, um, especially in the military, especially in the Navy specifically, because I've worked with other branches and I noticed that it's a little different, but the Navy has this kind of like, just shut up and do what you're told aspect. And of course all the military has that, but I'm telling you, I promise you the Navy and the Marine Corps just have it differently. It's a whole different world in there. And like the Navy, we're all ships or submariners or something like that. So it's like, we're barely really isolated, like in close community. So, and you know, it takes us like, it takes a special breed of somebody to be like, I want to float on the seat and look at nothing for seven months, you know, like, yeah. and only stop in like Thailand for three days. And one of those three days you have to work. So it's like, you're not really see, and then you're going back out to sea for like 45 days. So it's like, anyways, the point where I'm getting at here is like, self, my self-respect has completely gone up. I mean, tenfold. Like I am, I am so, um, I am like so happy. Like fitness has has saved my life. Bodybuilding in general has saved my life. Absolutely has. Um, I completely stopped drinking, and I, well, I I have stopped drinking, but I stopped it, and then um, now I don't really I don't drink. Like I have no attachment to it. 
Um, but like, because I don't drink, I'm like, oh man, I never drink or I never like, I never like, I know like I've let this consume my life so much that like, you know, all of the people that I've shared good moments with, I never get to share those moments with them anymore. Like my cousins or whatever, because every time that I do that, um, you know, like every time I go home, it's like, oh no, I don't drink. And it's like, well, how you're not fun anymore. You know, like you used to come home and get completely hammered with us and now. So now I want to start, you know, having a sip here or there, not like completely crazy, but like, like, like I told my girlfriend, like when I go home to Florida on new year's day, we're like, we're, we're going there for new year's. I'm like, I'm drinking on new year's. Like I'm going to make myself drink because I never do it. So it's like, I need to like, I need to enjoy myself. I need to learn balance. So that's, that's the other thing. That's, that's, that's where I went. Like I went from one hardcore to now the other hardcore. So now I need to, I need to learn a little bit more balance. I would prefer to stay on this side of things. I, I'm going to stay on this side of things. That's not even an option. I will stay on this side of things, but I need to understand that like, I need to be able to like go home and have a beer with my dad, you know, like instead of telling my dad, like, sorry, I'm going to eat this chicken. You can have your whiskey, you know, like, yeah. you know, I need to be able to like, drink with my cousin or my brothers or my sister, you know, like I need to be able to enjoy that. So, um, so yeah, it, it, fitness has completely changed my life and mental health totally. And, um, self-respect, my, my self-respect has gone up significantly. I know that it probably is a weird thing to hear. like something like, look, like my size, like probably like, you're probably like, how does this guy not have any self-respect for himself? But like, yeah, I have, I used to have no self-respect like whatsoever. Just what people walk all over me. So, but now I'm just like, now I'm, I have like thought through things and I have like determined that the process that I, that I execute what I'm doing in my life. Um, I, I feel like, I feel like I'm genuine. I, I feel like the things that I talk about and the things that I do in my life are fairly genuine and, um, and I'm pretty confident in what I do. So, um, so I, I know, I feel like I know what's right and wrong. I, I'm not going to just let anybody tell me that that I was right or wrong just because, um, that's just the way they think. So, um, and, and when I say that, I don't mean, I don't, it's not like a rebellious thing or anything. It's just like, at this point, you know, people have, people have, people are used to being able to take advantage of me. So, you know, it's like, well, I don't agree with that anymore. It's not that I'm going to argue with you. I'm not gonna, um, you know, I'm not going to continue this. It's just that like, I'm at the point where mentally I'm not even agreeing with that statement. And so, I'm just not going to continue this conversation. You know, my, my self-respect is worth more. My peace is worth more. That's another thing is peace. My peace is so easy. Like I have so much peace in my life now. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, what it's crazy. Fitness does. It is. You have no idea. Oh my God. It, it makes me feel <clears throat> bad for those that don't know it. Yeah. I didn't, do, I didn't, <laughs> uh, didn't expect I was going to come here and get into that. Well, there we are. <laughs> <laughs> so, where are you now and where do you want to go? Where am I now with what? <clears throat> just overall <clears throat> fitness. Um, I feel like we kind of just covered that mental health side of it. But where are you now fitness level and where do you want to go, say, like in the next year or two? Well, <clears throat> fitness-wise, I actually um, – I'm, I'm really happy where I'm at. Um, like physically, like we're just going to talk physically. Yeah. Like I'm really happy where I'm at. Um, I, I'm not afraid to lose my abs. Um, at this point, like I still have maintained them and I'm trying to like eat so much food that I'm not having them anymore. Cause then yeah. I know that I'm like on a proper calorie surplus. 
but um, but I mean, also you can still you can still have a surplus without losing your abs. I, I understand that, but I'm just saying, like you know, I I'm I'm very happy where I'm at. So um, that's kind of where I'm at. But now that I'm coaching, and there is a influence of other styles in my life. Like for example, I work with Juan at West Texas and he's all about strength and conditioning. And like, you know, I, I am, I am a strength conditioning coach, but that's not my hobby. Like that's not my thing that I do. I do bodybuilding, but I see these guys doing all these things. And I'm like, I remember like back when I was like lifting all those heavy weights, like there was a time because when I had lost weight, like one of the ways I had lost weight was when I was heavy I was like, I actually went to like an MMA gym and I started like just doing like, you know, some, you know, boxing and stuff. And I was like, oh, these guys are going to help me lose weight. Like boxers are always skinny. That was kind of where I, that was the restart in the fitness. So I was kind of like lifting heavy and then I hurt myself. And then, um, when I had like kind of like lost track of it, then I was like, kind of like, let me get back into just like running and just being like, just, let's just get the crap beat out of me and let's just start working, running like boxing or whatever. And then when I, one time I showed up too early for a boxing class and they had a weight room and I like picked it up and I was like, and it like immediately hit me. And I was like, I need to stop boxing. Like I need to go back into the weight room. And like, I know, I know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know why I thought I didn't. Um, so I was like, let's, I need to go back into this. And I need to start doing research and looking back into this and finding the proper techniques again and just refreshing my life on, yeah. on what I'm doing. Um, so I was actually, um, I actually kind of started my fitness journey in powerlifting and that was kind of where it went, but it was like, I was kind of like lifting heavy, but like eating on a cut almost. It was kind of weird. Like that's, yeah, that's kind of what I was doing. So, um, it was just like deadlifting, squatting and bench pressing heavy. Like everything I was doing was just like heavy, heavy, heavy. And I was kind of doing, doing some mix of, of a little bit of body building in there, a little bit of cardio in there, trying to just cut down on some weight. Um, and then. Yeah, and then I, um, along the way, I kind of met some people that had, like, turned me into a bodybuilder. Um, I remember, like, specifically, I had two friends, and I was the body, I was the power lifter, and they were the bodybuilders, and I remember we were in a grocery store, like, shopping for chicken, and I was, like, scrolling through TikTok. We were in Dubai. We were in Dubai. It was, like, right when I got there, and I was, like, scrolling, and at this time, I had, like, had a solid physique. I had some fat or whatever on me. This was, like, two years ago, so I had some fat, but I, I was accomplished enough at the time like I, I had something going and um and uh I remember like scrolling through TikTok and I saw a bodybuilding video and I showed my bodybuilding friends and I was like you guys are getting me on this path that I don't want to be on like I want to stay powerlifting and so uh, but then they're both looking at me and they're like like let's do it like you got to be a bodybuilder so I was like all right so then I just committed to it but now I'm at this point where I'm like I have I have muscle tissue I'm lean I'm happy I feel completely different so, you know, now I'm, now I, I run, like now I just start yeah. doing some running, like obviously I'm, I'm bulking. So I have to be conservative with my calories, but sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll, I'll run just to run and like keep my cardiovascular health up and keep my muscles like flowing. Um, used to that. Or I, yeah. like sometimes I might want to just do some sprints or swim, or sometimes I want to lift heavy, you know, yeah. even though that that's not what my ultimate goal is, but like, that's kind of what I want to do just sometimes. So that's kind of where I want to move at this point too. I want some other functionality to my my physique other than just stepping on stage and looking nice. Yeah. I want some like I want to be able to swim. I want to be able to run. I want to be able to like 
run a 5k or something, you know, like, I don't know that I need to like run a marathon or nothing. Like, I don't know that I do that. I say that now and then I'll start running and then in three years I'll be like running the San Antonio marathon. So (laughs) yeah, I say that now, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I just kind of want some different functions to my muscles. I just want to be able to like, I want to be around athlete. I want to be able to look good. I want to be able to lift weights heavy weights and I want to be able to run I want to be able to like run with my dog you know or like um you know just like I want to be able to have some you know distance endurance you know I I like running I really do I don't know why I do like you would think like I've met a lot of bigger like you know bigger massive like mass wise I've met some bigger guys and nobody really like likes running but I'm kind of into it you know so you hit or miss I'm it's hit or miss for you I I like running in small increments, like sprints. I love running sprints, but if you tell me to go outside and run three miles right now, I'm going to say no. (laughs) (laughs) I I enjoy cardio. I think that for some reason, like, um, I like the, I I find enjoyment in some of the torture to be honest with you. I find enjoyment in like waking up at five o'clock in the morning and like going to do, (laughs) going to do cardio. I, I. I, it's not, I'm not saying like I'm a superhero. It's not every day that that happens. It's not something that like, that's not something that I'm just like so confident in that. Like I just wake up every single morning and I'm like, Oh, like let's go. And you know, that's not, that doesn't happen all the time, but I'm telling you like 90% of the time it's like, you know, I really want to go do some, some, like, I just want to walk 20 minutes on the car, you know, but that's also because I've witnessed the benefits of it too. I've witnessed like my breathing get better. Yeah. I've witnessed my movements be better. My, you know, body, I'm more limber. I can move around. So, mm-hmm. you know, I enjoy cardio. Yeah. Teach me your ways. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's hop into what is your biggest struggle right now? My biggest struggle currently is being a business owner, a small business owner. And staying on top of the non-fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to it's fun to change clients. It's fun to work out with clients. It's fun to work out by myself. It's fun to eat the food and fun to wake up and do cardio. It's fun to do all that. I have no struggles doing any of that. It's hard to. It's my biggest struggle right now is, you know, communicating with. Um, you know, my biggest struggle right now is kind of like having conversations with. Um, maybe like new clients, I guess some, sometimes, not all the time. I mean, a lot of times it's pretty seamless for me, but some clients make it like a little difficult and I wish that I could make their process a bit more seamless or I wish that I could, uh, their process and communication or setting up pro, uh, coaching with me. I wish that I could make that seamless, like the paperwork process or like, you know, you know, I'm the, like the payment processes and stuff like that, like taxes, you know, like, or like I have to, um, I'm, I'm kind of down for the Instagram stuff. It's not really that hard as I thought it was. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm posting two, three times a day and I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying doing it. Like, it's pretty good. But, um, the stuff that like kind of sucks is like staying on top of like staying on top of like payments. And, Cause now it's like, now that I'm a business owner. I have to like, I, I have to stay on top of everything cause like I need to pay my bills. So, um, that's like the hardest part for me. It's like, I've never been a paper, like a paper guy ever. So even when I was, when I told you I was injured, like even when I was, like I, my chain of command did not like me because I was not a paper person. I was not yeah. a paper pusher. I was always 
like I was always on the deck, like in the in the in the military on in the navy we call it like the deck. I was always on the deck, like painting or scrubbing or chipping paint or whatever it was, and then or greasing something up like an anchor or whatever it was. And then when I went to um, Dubai, I worked with Mesron two uh, a security unit, and I was always behind a gun. I was always in gear. I was always like doing a patrol or something like that. So. Um, like I'm not used to like, look like reading a paper that like said, like, I'm not used to like standing in front of, um, standing in front of guys and reading, like reading off my paperwork and then going back to the office while everybody goes out and does the, the quote unquote mission. I'm used to being on the mission. You know, I'm used to having leadership roles and non-leadership roles like throughout the mission. So I'm not really used to the, the leadership or the, um, ownership aspect of, you know, like getting behind a computer and saying like, Oh, I need to file my taxes or like now, obviously I file my taxes. I'm an adult, right? It's not that hard yeah. to do that, but I'm just saying like, now this will be the first year I've ever done it independently. Yeah. This will be the first year I've ever done it as a business owner. So So what is your proudest moment right now? What is something that you have done that you are proud of? Um, one of the things that I'm the most proud of at the moment is that, um, is that I, I feel like, I feel like throughout this process, I, I had tried so hard to do things to make a point. Or I do do things to like kind of get a reaction out of people that I felt had wronged me or whatever. And right now, like, I'm fully like self, uh, like I'm, 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 I'm happy. You know, it's like, that's, I'm, I really did have a problem. Like I really had a problem. I really had a problem with happiness. Like I really had a problem with security and confidence at a certain point. So, um, you know, so, so right now my proudest moment is the fact that like, I don't, I'm self-motivated to like get up and do these things. Mm -hmm. Like my girlfriend, um, <laughs> she has never known another version of me. She has only known this version of me. So obviously at a certain extent, she, um, she, uh, like I can't slack because she, she's never known another version of me, but like yeah. even my whole family, um, like the last couple times I've gone home, they're just like, what has happened? Like, where did, where did you go? So, um, and you know, I'm just, I'm happy. Like it's, I have nothing, you know, I have nothing to, um, I have nothing like that I look back at and I'm just like, uh, you know, that's, I, I don't need to prove to anybody anything anymore. You know, like I'm just, I'm, I'm completely self-sufficient in the fact that I'm self-sufficient in my own, um, in my own works, in my own like process of how I'm doing things. Now, financially, I'm not like, you know, financially I'm still working to get up there. I'm not financially wealthy, but I am, I am, I have a lot of freedom. I have wealth of freedom right now. I have wealth of happiness right now. I'm, I, I feel like I'm the wealthiest person in the world. I'm not, I'm not even kidding you. I, I was talking to my mom about that the other day because we were talking about my bills and how my bills were coming up and my mom was talking about like, you know, my mom was talking about, um, like picking up some side work, which, um, well, I don't need to do that anymore, but I'm just saying, um, you know, now, now things are taken care of. But the point of what I'm getting at here is that, um, you know, like I was happy, I was happy starting this up. I'm happy. I'm really happy right now too. So, um, you know, like I'm, I, f I feel so wealthy. Some one time somebody said something to me, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this, right? So when I was in, um, Jordan, 
I was making $90,000 a year untaxed. Um, cause when you deploy, um, it's untaxable. So, um, uh, cause you're considered in a combat zone. So, um, so I was making $90,000 a year and I was miserable. Yeah. Like it was horrible. And I, um, I mean, I'm, I, I was, you know, I'm the youngest person in the, my family of four and I, I was making just as much money as my parents, mm-hmm. you know? So, and my sister who is, went to an Ivy league college. So I was doing really well for myself, but it was torture. I remember it was torture. That was like the worst thing. So, um, so I remember when I had actually spoke to somebody and I was interested in like, um, getting my personal trainer certifications. And I was like, what, what's the money like? And the girls told me once she was like, it's not really that good, but, um, this I'll never, I'll never forget this. But this girl told me once she was like, um, the money's not really that good, but changing somebody's life is a different kind of wealth. And so I was like, that is like, at the time, I don't really know how that felt with me. Like at the time I was just like, I was making money and just some girl had said something to me that I was like, well, that's not really going to help because I need money. But now I'm looking at it and, um, you know, if you like, I'm not making as much money as I was, but I'm, I'm afloat, I'm doing well. And beyond that, I'm wealthy in other, in other aspects Mm -hmm. of my life. So like, um, like I've had a client that's been with me for three weeks and he's dropped a lot of weight. Um, he's dropped, he's dropped weight, but he's also dropped a lot of water weight and he had a lot of toxins and a lot of, you know, just crap that he was eating before. And he literally went from a size 40 to a size 35. Um, you know how like everybody, you know how everybody like loses weight in the beginning of a cut, you know how like it's just that massive drop. And that was like the first time I had done that to somebody. Um, like, like I had like, um, put them on a process to lose that weight. And the, the reaction that I had gotten from him was, you know, like so gratifying to me. So, you know, I mean, cause I had lost weight before, like I lost weight to go into the Navy. Yeah. I lost, you know, uh, I was one of those 60 pounds. I posted on Facebook, 60 pounds in two months on, you know, I did that yeah. back in like 2000 and whatever that I did that, you know, I, so I lost all that weight. So I lost, I went from like 280, like 230 or whatever it was like 290, 230. That was my very first cut ever. Like that, I was heavy after high yeah. school. Like I think I was like smoking weed and like eating a bunch of food and just being a bad kid or whatever. I was like 19. So, <laughs> but I was like working at McDonald's. Like I got fired from McDonald's. So it's like, oh, my life was not going <laughs> in the way I got fired from McDonald's from eating a, for eating a burrito. So, um, even like a breakfast burrito. So anyways, like I had lost weight doing that. And then I had lost weight. I had lost weight after my first deployment. And then I had lost weight again this time after my surgery and, to be honest with you, now I kind of lost weight again because I kind of, um, so I've technically gone through like four cuts, like four yeah. big weight loss cuts. Like, so I've always like, and every time I've done it, cause ever since I met that first trainer that like told me like about eating six times a day and like keeping your metabolism up and just move and eating calories. Every time I've ever gone on a cut, I've like always ate six times a day. I've always had like calories. I always worked out really hard. So, um, so I'm used to that. Like, like, oh, you're 280, and then in two weeks, you'll be, like, 260, because, like, well, I'm also a guy, too, yeah, so. Yeah, it's a little different. Like, <laughs> yeah, us. like, I was a I was a very large guy, but at the time, it's like, okay, you start at, like, 280, and then, like, three weeks go by, and now you're at 260, and it's like, oh, wow, this is awesome, because I just lost all this weight, you know, like, I hope the rest of it goes like this, and then obviously it doesn't, yeah. because you lose all that water weight and all that toxin and all that crap in your body, but, um, so I have witnessed that a, a lot. I have myself i have witnessed that four times i've witnessed that significant drop and i probably will witness it again now 
after I'm done my bulk and I start my cut, I probably yeah. will see it again. I'm sure that they're, cause I know I'm eating sodium. I'm drinking a lot of water. So I know I got a lot of water in my body yeah. right now. I can see it. I can yeah. see the water in my body. So, um, but, um, when I witnessed that with somebody else, um, that was like, and when I witnessed that with somebody else and I saw the like gratification that he had, like the, like the thankfulness that he had for me, um, you know, it was, it was like a, it was, it was a different feeling. It was just so cool, you know? And like, he, like his wife was happy. It was just like, you know, it was like, it felt like I had changed somebody's life. And to me, it's like, it's just fitness, dude, you know, like, but some people just really can't figure it out. Like some yeah. people just really have an issue. And some people are just like, I cannot figure out fitness. I can't figure out my life. Like I can't, but you realize like, you know, for me, I've, I've done it a couple of times at this point. And, but you know, some people just like, they gain all this weight and then like, you know, they lose like 50 or 60 pounds. Like, you know, I'm obviously, again, we talk about the fat, but like they lose, they like, you still lose water and you lose fat. You look completely different. Yeah. You know, like losing water weight is huge. Like it's massive. So, um, so like I've had people like, so like when that happened to me, that was like, that was definitely something that was like, um, a new feeling to me, like witnessing that, like witnessing that moment that somebody was like, I'm so proud of myself for keeping that. Like somebody else was like, you know, I'm so proud of myself for sticking to your plan and now I'm seeing results. So it's a good feeling. Yeah, it's a great feeling. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into some rapid fire questions to end this off. So first okay. thing that comes to mind, how much protein do you eat a day? 270. Woo. Do you take pre-workout? Yes. I take, do you want to know what? Sure. Um, this is not a sponsor. No, <laughs> I take, um, I was taking that Rich Piana 5150, but that's way too much, like 513 milligrams. Oh my god! Yeah, I was having like issues with that, so I stopped taking that. But um, I'll I'll take Bucked Up, or I'll take. Um, it just depends on like it depends on what I see in the store um, and what benefits I'm looking for at the moment. I take a lot of like other supplements, like other pills in the morning. Mm-hmm. So um, so I'm getting a lot of like daily supplements, like Carnitine yeah. CLA stuff like that, uh, Omegas. So I'm not, um, so like, I'm not really looking for a bunch of stuff. I guess like in the pre-workouts, I'm looking for certain things like arginines, things like that. So, um, some creatine in there or whatever. So, um, that's what I'm, you said rapid fire, but that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I take, I take a couple different pre-workouts, but I do take pre-workout. Yes. Favorite lift or exercise? Favorite lift or exercise? Lift or exercise. Lift or exercise. Rapid fire, rapid fire. Um, (laughs) shoulders are my favorite aesthetically, but lift wise, I love doing legs. Can I do a superset combination of leg of leg extensions and leg curls? Superset. Yeah, with a hold at the end. With a hold at the end. (laughs) Nice and slow on nice and slow on the descent. Yeah. So what is your least favorite lift or exercise? Um, probably bench press. Oh we can't be friends. Well, I just don't do bench press. I, I don't really do bench press as much because I'm I have that bicep injury. Yeah. So I'm oh I like I have a huge fear of benching and then and hurting me again. So yeah. I just try to I try to do other chest workouts that work around that. Yeah. So looking in the mirror, what is your favorite muscle? Shoulders. Shoulders. What? No, no, no. Change that. I want legs. Legs. Legs now. Legs right. now. <laughs> what is something you eat every single day? Chicken and rice. Chicken and rice. And eggs. And eggs. Is your diet pretty consistent? It's, like the same thing. I'm just I'm I like ease though. It's yeah. it's not as like I I don't suggest that for my clients, but yeah. I I just I like ease. Yeah. 
So it's just eat. Like, I pop an air fryer, and I have a rice cooker, so it's just like, I literally weigh it up, weigh it up, and then I throw it on there, and then I plate it up, and then I got seven meals or six meals for the day. It's really yeah. easy. Uh, what is something you do intentionally every day? Oh, rapid fire. I, I go to the gym every day. I wake up. Um, I, what is something I do intentionally every day? That's a good one. Is it like a bad intention? No, it, like... it, it could be something that you do intentionally every day. It could be make your bed. It could, I, there's so many things that you could choose from, but it's something you do every single day. I don't know. I don't even know. I, my life is so regimented. I just, I do the same thing every day. Now, now yeah. something I do intentionally every day. Now I wake up in the morning and I immediately check my computer. Yeah. That's not something I'm used to. Yeah. So, um, like even when I was in the military, it was like, I would walk into work, like hungover and just like stand there and like get yelled yeah. at or whatever. But now I have to like check my computer. So now it's like, I do kind of force myself, but at the same time, it doesn't really feel much of a force. Like now I, every day I wake up and intentionally check my computer. Yeah. yeah. Do you read or listen to audiobooks? I read. Um, I read a lot of short, or a lot of short stuff. I don't read. I don't read too many long, like books or anything like that. Um, I read a, a significant amount of short things. Um, I self also. Self help What's that? Self help or fiction? Um, no, like a fitness related. Fitness. Yeah, like usually it's something with edu- like something that I can learn from. I always try to like, I always try to occupy myself with learning something. That's another thing I intentionally I do. Yeah. Is I like I'm driving, I'll listen to something, or, or I'll just listen to some guy. Even if it's not something that I like, it's not like how to, blah 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 blah. Like sometimes I'll yeah. just listen to dudes talk, or like listen to a doctor talk, or whatever. Like a stuff. podcast. Yeah, like podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite song, or favorite genre? Oh, um, right now I'm kind of into like, uh, right now I'm kind of into some like. I'm into some like uh, some like slower slower rap to be honest with you like slow jam yeah I don't know what it is I don't know why but like something that's got like a deep like a, something's got like a nice like beat to it um, and something calm but like something that like tells a story yeah um and that's just kind of what I'm into right now something that like something that like when I'm at the gym and I listen to it I, I shouldn't say like it's not that it's like slow rap like it's not like R&B but it's yeah. like it's just got a cool rhythm to it and it's um. You know, it's like it says some words that when I'm he- when I hear it, and I'm like, oh, sh- that was fire! Like yeah. I like that. You know, like something when I'm lifted, I'm like, that made me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> what time do you wake up? Um, <clears throat> I wake up. Uh, usually, I wake up around six o'clock in the morning. Um, but when I have uh, when I teach boot camp classes, I wake up at around five forty. What time do you go to bed? Uh, I I swear I try to go to bed around nine o'clock. Yeah. But it's been a bit later. It's been like nine thirty. Um, and sometimes I'll have like sleeping issues and I won't get to bed till ten. But yeah. I, I intentionally try to go to sleep by like nine o'clock every day. Yeah. I'm a morning person. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> if you had your own gym, what is your number one must have? Like if you were to build a gym, what is the first thing on your list that you have to have? Dumbbells. Dumbbells. Um dumbbells and cables for sure. Um, but beyond that, I definitely like I couldn't tell you like there's, there's not just one specific thing, but de- definitely dumbbells. I mean, dumbbells are versatile. How so. heavy would you go? Like, on the dumbbells? What, what, yeah, what is the heaviest weight that you would have in your gym? Well, I personally wouldn't lift it, but I would I would have, like, the 150s up there, 
like the 150 dumbbells because yeah. I mean if somebody wants to go up there I'm definitely I'm gonna record yeah. that yeah. for sure if somebody's gonna like uh, assistant. if somebody's gonna like dumbbell press 150 pounds I'll watch it you know yeah. 170 pounds I'll, I'll be okay with that that's cool for yeah. sure alright so last question for rapid fire if you could give anybody honorable mention could be anybody in your life or somebody that you have seen out there honorable mention who would it be and why so I would, I have an urge to give an honorable mention to the people that screwed me over and made me the person that I am, but I'm going to give an honorable mention to, um, two people, um, obviously beyond God and my parents. Okay. Those are the obvious answers. Um, God first and my parents, but beyond that, um, two coaches that have changed my life. Um, Michael Payburn, who is in Tampa, Florida. And uh, Ahmed Rashid, who is in Ahmed, uh, um, Amman, Jordan. Um, so both of those people have changed my life significantly in two different stages that I was in. One of them helped me lose weight to get to the military. And another one turned me into a bodybuilder. Mm -hmm. So, or coached me into a bodybuilder. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Good one. Good one. So there was one more thing that I know you wanted to talk about. Oh. That was getting your little men's community together. Yeah, so um, I don't necessarily have a, I, I don't want to put too much planning into it. I don't want to make it something like it's you know. It doesn't necessarily have to be too, too crazy. It's just I just want to do a community event, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a men's thing. It would be cool to do, like a men's thing and a family thing, or a men's thing and just like an adult thing or whatever. Um, I have no problem with that. Obviously, you know, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a coolness aspect from just like, you know, having like a men's day, you know, and just like be around talking, you know, talking to other guys and just, you know, kind of seeing what other guys are going through and what we're struggling with. And it's like, it's hard sometimes, like it's hard sometimes to like go to your dad or your best friend mm -hmm. and, you know, cause like if I go to my dad and best friend and I tell them what I'm doing, they're just like, suck it up, dude. You know? So it's like, um, and I mean that with love. Like I, I yeah. love, I love my dad and my best friend. So they, so I mean that with love, like they're, you know, that's what they're there for me to do for me. And a lot of the times when they tell me to suck it up or like toughen up and I'm just like, dude, you're right. But, um, you know, I personally, um, there's, there's people that, um, I have a client right now that's texting me, um, you know, that's, that's going through it. So like with, like as a, he's a, he's a man, he's going through young men stuff. He's like younger than me. He's going through young men stuff and his mother wants me to, you know, coach him because, he's, you know, he doesn't listen to his mom. So it's just like, anyways, I say that to say, like, I think that there's definitely an importance. I, I have, I, I find a value in, I find a value in, um, the importance of, of being a man and the importance of, um, you know, having discipline as a man, the importance of like, um, providing proper guidance and security for your family. I, that's just who I am as a person. I know that people have different ways of thinking and everything. And I, I don't mean to offend anybody when I say any of that. So, but I just, you know, I have a way of life um, that involves discipline and guidance and security. And um, the people that are around me, I, I know my girlfriend appreciates it. Um, the people that are also around me appreciate it. So, um, you know, if I, if like, if people are out there, if like-minded individuals are out there that want to um, do like a men's meetup, something where we can, you know, go and work on fitness together. It doesn't have to be somebody that started, somebody doesn't have to be somebody that's new to fitness or somebody that's like a veteran in fitness. 
it's not going to be something that's super difficult. It's just something that's like, hey, let's get together, let's fellowship, let's be men, like let's let's do a push-up competition. Like, how cool is a competition of men? You yeah. know, like let's just do it. You know, let's let's see who can run the farthest, or let's like you know, I don't know, build something. You know, like let's yeah. do something. You know, and just be men and make a competition out of something, and then after that. Um, go and uh, grab some coffee or barbecue. Yeah. All I care. You know, I don't care. You know, it's just like let's do something. You know, let's let's get let's get some people involved. And again, like I said, just just have to be men too. So yeah. um, that's what I, yeah, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to start doing. Now that you've said it, now you have to do it. Yeah, that's my plan. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make a flyer. I feel I feel like I'm gonna um I'm gonna make a flyer um, within this week, and I'm gonna make it for a month out. Yeah. So. Um, I'm thinking like after the new year. So okay. I'm going to make it a month out and then I'm going to post it again and again and again, not to spam, but to remind, you know, like, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll consistently continue to like change the timeline. Okay. Two weeks away, or obviously I would put a date on there, but like, you know, I'm going to continue to post a flyer yeah. on my Instagram so people can see, you know, a month out, like, Hey, um, you know, this guy Pete that nobody knew and he just <laughs> moved to our city. Like all of a sudden, like this guy wants to do a men's thing with the community community. So, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. So on my Instagram, um, you'll you'll see that pop up. And what is your Instagram? Texas Pete Fit, no spaces. All right, you guys, make sure you download, subscribe, and give us a review. Have a beautiful day, friends. Bye.